What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Puzzle with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. All right, guys, it is Friday, which means new episode. Bam! Done for you. All right, guys, new episode, new day. I hope everyone enjoyed the last week episode that we had with Deborah. I mean, it was a great time chatting with her. Great feedback from everyone. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate the love. Appreciate the like, the subscribe, the follows, the shares. All your social medias because that is how we run. And man, I just love how the turnout became. Uh, shout out to all y'all. Literally, all y'all because I couldn't be doing this without y'all. And I'm just having an absolute blast doing this each and every week. Every single Friday, publishing it out and just loving seeing the results of the reactions, how everyone feels about the episodes. Find out what you learned in them. Uh, basically getting to walk in somebody else's shoes, seeing something in their different perspective and stuff like that is also just an awesome feeling. Uh, like I say, guys, I definitely keep the thing that pushes me more to do these episodes is finding out what I'm going to learn every single recording. And it's never disappointed me. Like literally every little topic that I have talked with somebody on here, I've learned something in that episode each and every time. And that's one thing I've said. Like if I'm not learning anything, then I'm not doing my job right on this gig. So it's awesome that just how cool and just, man, when you see stuff in so many different perspectives, you're like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. And it just kind of like intrigues you to know more and more. So it's awesome and I appreciate all y'all for it. But we're going to go right in today. So today's guest, I'm going to be joined with Studs Podcast Own. He is coming back. The big dog, the lockdown artist is coming to AP's audio ring. We going to chop it up today, guys. So we going, so like I said, guys, Studs Podcast Own. So what does that mean? We going to talk flag football, guys. Hands down, we're going to have a great chat with this. Uh, I'm putting this episode out basically to promote the playoffs coming up this weekend for 4-4 and Jacks. Shout out to the league. They have thrown a great season again. I'm looking forward to the basically a good ending to this season. And we're going to see how how everything pans out. Uh, there's a lot of hungry teams. Now, a lot of people that were, were really ready to play this season because everyone... 
I'm pretty sure I could talk for anyone on this. We all got some sour tastes in our mouths from that Panama tournament. And I feel like this season really pushed everyone to put a different level than they used to because they realized, okay, we thought we were there, but we're not. And we're going to get there. And we're going to keep playing. We're going to keep running. I mean, just keep doing the reps. Keep playing these games. Keep learning. Keep running your defense. Keep learning the offense. And that's just how we keep more improving every single week. So, great shout-out to our 4-4 four four Jacks. Uh, also, good luck to the teams out there this weekend. Wild Boys, playoffs, show up. Keyword, show up. Uh, <laughs> but, so, a little bit what we're going to do. Uh, playoffs, I'm so I'm so looking forward to it. I mean, I know I keep saying it, but I'm so ready for this this weekend. It's going to be awesome. But, guys, I'm looking for also looking forward to chatting with Savion because today we're going to talk about just new changes that he sees in flag compared to what he thought he knew. And for him covering four seasons of 4-4 four four Jacks with the Studs podcast, what are some things that he learned now than he didn't? that he's been analyzing for so long and what does his perspectives look a lot different now because now Savion is in a higher conference now that's right guys he and the big dog now Savion is now step forward in playing in the premier level and we're going to talk about what are experiences that he has gotten doing that uh what changes in the game compared to what he's played and obviously in comp and rec so I'm so looking forward to just picking his brain on those because, I mean, those are the things, like, you want to work yourself up to. I mean, if it's kind of like a middle school team or whatever, man. You want to make varsity. You, I mean, obviously, JV's there, but you want to make the varsity team. That's where you feel like you're there. You're that person. You made the varsity squad. Uh, JV's just like, I, I mean, in my mindset for the longest time, even when I was younger, I saw JV as like a, okay, you you got something, but you're not there. We need to work with you, basically, to get you to the varsity level. So that's kind of like how I saw it. I always pushed myself to even do more. So I feel like that's one thing, an incentive for people on the in this league is basically play your heart out so you can get to per, the premier level. And I think that's what we all strive for. If we're not, I'm not trying to put everyone's mouth in, words in people's mouths, but that's what I look at doing. Uh, look at having fun with my family. Uh, look at fun just playing the game that we all love. And I'm so looking forward to just seeing what all results come out. But we're going and save you on playing his first season on the premier level. I'm looking forward to just finding out what he's going to, what what's new things that he's going to do and what he's going to do to improve. But And we're also going to talk about the Code Red story. Yes, guys, I will talk. We will talk more into that. But that's going to be one big thing we're going to have a good chat on. And lastly, guys, we're going to talk about the new co-hosts that are on Studs Podcast with Savion. Uh, I'm talking about Jay Rambo and Jordan McKenzie. And what what new things the Studs Podcast got in the future? So I'm not going to waste any more time, guys. So when we come back, we're going to be joined with Savion Mixon. All right, all right. I am joined with my boy, Savion Mixon. How you doing, bro? Yeah, what's popping, man? Hey, Warren, how are you today, man? 
I'm doing fabulous, man. How about you? I'm hey, I'm here, man. I'm here. Blessed to be on here, man. Blessed to be alive for real, man. I mean, it's been it's been crazy, ain't it? <laughs> I mean, for real, since the last time I've been on here, it's been it's been it's gotten a little wild, man. It has definitely gotten crazy, man. I I've yeah, I I, I, that's all I can really say on it. Yeah, like, I'm just still just like, like it's, it's gotten wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of laughs and jokes today yes, for sure. Sodium, how are you doing? And man, how is Studs Podcast rolling? Man? So the Studs Podcast, man. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, I'm doing pretty well. I mean, just got uh, just got married not so long ago. Uh, Beautiful wife, yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Bianca. Um, right, uh, just got back into working out, uh, uh, this week actually. Like, you, you, you coming out there, you know, looking kind of swollen, all that, you know. I had, to, I had, I had, I had to get back on, had to get back on it. Like, you know what, bro, bro's getting bigger than me. I can't get, I can't let Warren get bigger than me like this. Not like, not like. <laughs> I'm glad I'm somebody's motivation. Not like, not like this, but um, no. With the Studs podcast, uh, we fell into a little bit of uh, fell into a little bit of complications as far as the um, as far as the content goes. But as soon as um, as soon as what is it? As soon as uh, the uh, playoffs come back, we are going to be up and running again. We're going to be talking about uh, everything that we saw in the playoffs and how we're going to be uh. How the flag world is gonna look after um after this season? Yeah, I I will say this, man. You definitely elevate when it comes to this season with Studs Podcast because you got you got thrown a bad hand in ways. Like you usually had you and Zachary running it, and Zachary was the guy basically running it for a while, like the guy that sounded like he needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. He sounded like this was made for him. Mm-hmm. And like I told you from the last episode we had together, you definitely found your way. And now, like I told you from the beginning, man, I was like, you took that baton and you you basically sprinted halfway down another <laughs> state before anyone looked back. Like literally, I tell people all the time, like, man, Savion is carrying such that stud podcast thing. And I even told you before, I was like, bro, you could do it yourself. I mean, it does sound weird <laughs> coming from me. Trust me. It does sound weird hitting that record and talking to yourself for a good man. Who is well, how telling? long it's supposed to be? <laughs> and like, I remember I told you when I first did my first episode and I told my wife, I was like, I don't know if I should be proud of this or do I need to come for help? I like, need to go talk to somebody. For an hour. Hey, for like, real? like, hey. I need, I need a hobby if this is the case. What is going on? No, man, for real. Because I remember, I remember that when I would do the, because uh, um, Zach would be too uh, too busy to come in on, on Sundays, which, by the way, that's the reason why Zach's not on. Zach uh, got into teaching and whatnot, which... Shout out to him, man, because he is a, he's a teacher now. He's a excuse me, he's a baseball coach, man. That man has done some incredible things. He's impacting a lot of lives, and I just got to give him a quick shout out because hey, he he he's doing he's doing his his what 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 we uh, say in Jacksonville his thug fizzle. You know what I'm saying? He's he's doing his thing, man. Oh yeah. But um, 
Yeah, so I was doing the um, what was it? They call it the sun. They we call it the Sunday special with say, uh, where I would sit there and literally talk to myself about what happened <laughs> that week in flag, and I'm sorry, it, that is quite frankly a it's weird. It's weird because you're sitting there and you're talking to yourself and you're like, right, right, and it's like I can't respond because if I respond, I'm a sound, I'm a sound stupid. But yeah, I can't. like you said, man. After a while, you're just sitting there like, man, I really feel like I should be checked in somewhere because this, this shouldn't. Be. That's the reason I started just guessing, man. I, I literally had to have people come on here with me. And then the funny thing is, dude, since I've been on iHeartRadio and stuff now, it's like we want to hear you do just a one-on-one yourself again. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> No. Uh, listen. <laughs> I was like, maybe a WrestleMania review or something like that. that. Like, something that I know for a fact I can go a full hour with and know, okay, I won't have no pause moments in there. But for some topics, it's just like, uh, by myself, ooh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> like, I just don't understand it. See, but with you, though, it's like you can – you have that you have that way to connect with the audience to where – I can understand why iHeartRadio it was like, yo, we need you to just kind of just monologue it, you know? Because I was listening to um the Monday morning podcast this, this today. Yo, Bill Burr is a fool, number one. If you've never listened to it, bro, that is probably the funniest thing I've heard in my life. This man literally went on an hour and a half tangent on his life. Like literally, bro. Like he didn't. Mm-hmm. He just went off about his life, and it was like it's entertaining. It's so entertaining, and it was. And he just did you like? I'm like I'm sitting here like, did you script this? And I feel like you had to to a to a point, but there was a lot to where he kind of just went straight off the cuff with, and I'm like, man, that's for 90 minutes that i think that's where i think that's where the part where it starts catching the listeners a little bit too because you could actually tell all right he's not got that there's no way he went in depth to go that way that's what i'm saying and that's that's one way like i see that's like how i see the recordings is man i don't like pre-scripted things because like i've said before is like i do this like how i did my matches like i i called that crap in the ring and because if we uh if we messed the spot up and we went over it numerous times and we mess up in the show, it's like, uh, we have nothing to fall back <laughs> on. Well, you better punch me or something. Like, we ain't positive yeah. this. Like, it's just that moment. And and that's one thing I tell people all the time on these podcasts is, like, I'm not going to pre-write anything. I will find out what you do, and I'm going to let you explain it. I'm not going to sit here and write down any questions, mm-hmm. nothing. I want to go with the flow, just – we gonna have a great chat, and people just get flabbergasted by it. They're like, "You don't write nothing right. down? Are you researching me? Like, what do you mean? What do I do? Like, <laughs> what? Like, how? How dare you, Inlays? I'm like, no, I know what you do, but explain to the audience that what you do. right. Like, you're not explaining anything to me. You're explaining what the listeners mm-hmm. want. Now. Like, that's how I see it. I don't ever see it like, oh. Uh, because if I pre-write this thing, and like I said, and if I mess one of the questions up and I'm like, oh, where am I falling on now? Like, I 
I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, you going to speak up a little bit? You know, it takes time to be over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, that's one That's one thing about uh, doing a podcast. Like, uh, we had uh, Jamie Harper on, right? And so, which, by the way, great. Oh, God, man, what? Shout out to him because that dude, that's a great dude right there. Um. I think I think you couldn't get anybody better to explain the game because he he then he's seen every format was like he's seen every format that you that you can think of he's seen he's been in fours he's been in sevens he's been in fives he's been in eights he's been up he's played contact he's played non contact and he's won at every sing, in every single format at least once so it's mm-hmm. like he he has an understanding of the game not just a football but a flag football. Excuse me, that a lot mm-hmm. of people just plain don't get. But I had him on, and one of the things that happened was, you know, he answered like two of the questions in one question, and so I had to look at it, and I was like, oh man, dang, the heck we gonna, <laughs> <laughs> the hell we, the hell we gonna do now? <laughs> That's where you go. You start smacking Jay like Jay. You better yeah, say yeah, a question on, right bro. now. Don't what, do up, what else we got, bro? <laughs> Hey, like Jordan, we know you're the rookie, but you better say something too. <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, man. But we was, hey, we was, we was on it, man. Like we, we, we just started. We just chopped it up, and that's the best thing about having guests. Like it's the best one, bro. It's literally the best type of ways. Like I tell people all the time, that is the way I think. Don't pressure anybody either. It's just come on, record, and enjoy mm-hmm. the chat. Like that's one reason why I love how I do it right here because. Yeah, we may see the time or whatever on it, but I mean, I just try to make it easier for somebody. Like, I just have a good, wholesome chat. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, right now, I'm looking forward to finding out about Jamie's podcast. I and I messaged him after I listened to y'all's mm-hmm. episode, and he's like, "Well, I'm waiting to get on yours." I was like, "Well, Jamie, you're the most busiest son of a gun I ever <laughs> met in my life." Now I can get your schedule going, bro. Like, I told him this week, he was like, well, I just got back from Texas. And I was like, ah, yeah, we, we'll have what to do it in Texas. That's what, see, it's stuff like that. You be sitting there, you're like, Jamie, what were you doing? Well, they were doing that tournament. But that's what I don't I'm know saying. if you saw it. That was where the freaks were yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, they did. And they did their thing, too. But what I'm saying, man, is like, dang, Jamie, what, what, what are you doing in Texas? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate the <wait>, boys. <laughs> like, dang, don't you live here? I'm pretty sure you live here, right? But, yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy to see like how much they do and jamie's told me and like how he told y'all on the podcast is like how many people he's met just based off a of flag like of course he played in the nfl yeah and we know that we know how big of a guy i mean jamie was talked about all the way i remember from his middle school years yeah like a real big talk a big name guy coming out of jacksonville florida area jamie harper I mean, he is one in those categories for sure in that high ranking of talk about from coming out of a high school, mm-hmm. period. Jamie was the guy. And it's just crazy to see from him going from the NFL to going into flag. And he tells you how different the game is compared to what he's been raised on since he was basically able to carry a ball and run. Yeah. So it's like. And I remember me and you had that talk before. It was like how different flag is compared to what game we used to think. Because mm-hmm. we used to treat that thing like it was football. 
and we got our behinds dropped got down like it, up. like it ain't got tomorrow. Got toe <laughs> up because the, because it's not the same game. There's so much more, and the more I play it, the more you sit there and you're like, dang man, this is such a mental. It does not matter. I mean, you it, still have more to learn too. That's even the crazier part. You can, and that's the thing. I talked to uh, I talked to uh, one of the guys that is like a legend in our league, uh, Charlie Labretta. Charlie says he's still learning things at his age. Man, Charlie is sixty yeah. something years old. Well, fifty something. I won't do. I won't do him like that. I won't do him like that. I won't do him like that. Charlie is fifty something years old, and he's still and he's been playing this game since he. I'm pretty sure since he got out of college. If I'm not mistaken. So that's almost thirty years. And you telling me mm-hmm. he's still learning things? And he got all his boys in there as well. Heck yeah. He's got all his boys. Heck as well. yeah. And they ain't no joke. None either. of them. None of them. And Charlie's got one of them arms that make you that make that as a defender make you mad. One of them arms that you sit there, you just like, come on, man. I'm I gave you the I gave you man, the tightest mm-hmm. window possible. How did you still fit the ball there? I gave you a, I gave you a football <laughs> size window, and you still put the football there. That does. It's and it's like. Some plays too don't go out the way he plans out, and he still gets that ball because. somewhere. He can still get it over there. And like, I love using, I love how you use Charlie first of all because first thing, Brett. I mean that those two right That's there, going right there I mean, even as old man. as they are, those boys can Brett, play. I call them the Kobe and Shaq in play, so like completely man. smart, yes. smart in this game. And it's like crazy to see how Brett would be barely walking sometimes, and Brett would be telling me, "Oh, we just went three and zero." Like it's like Brett, you what can't. What freak, you talking man? about? You went three. <laughs> how did you go three and zero and you can't move? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you are literally you are limping up the field. You, yeah, there's no way, <laughs> bro. I remember we just got done playing this Monday night league, bro, and he was telling me he was like, "Oh, we went three and one." He's like, what about you? I didn't even want to tell him, Brett. <laughs> like, even if we won two of them, like, it's like, yeah, Brett, we did okay. Like, I so, don't know. <laughs> so, so everybody has. I was just like, hey, gosh, man. So, I got I to gotta figure out the trick between you two. <laughs> there's no trick, Warren. There's no trick. There's nothing, there's nothing to, there's nothing you can do. Oh, I know. Do. I know, But man. check this out. Everybody in the league has one story about one team that they all have. It's called the Code Red story. Everybody has a Code yep. Red story where you sit there, you look, and you see these old men, these 50-year-old men, and you're thinking, man, we have a team full of young bucks. We are about to bomb these boys. We about to go over mm-hmm. the top. We about to dip and dump. We about to juke them out there, shoot them. We finna do whatever we want with them boys. And then you look up. It's halftime, and you're down 25. I scored. And you're down 25, and you're just sitting there. You're just like, how on earth did we get into this position? (laughs) It makes you want to fight, bro. Because you sit here, and you're just like, bro. I got to, man. What's up? Bro, like, I remember rushing Charlie my first time, and Charlie gave me this evil smirk. And I'm just like, this boy don't know me. Right. Like, bro. And, and I know Jamie said this is when they actually went and played fives mm-hmm. one time with us because Kevin talked them into playing five. No, they I think it was just a pickup game because we the team we were supposed to play didn't play. Right. So we played we volunteered to play them, bruh. And Sid told me he's like, don't underestimate him. <laughs> I was like, Sid, 
For real? Bro, this like, bro, bro, this I got it. Old. He's like, okay. So it's like, all right, if you got it, go ahead, bro. And like, this was probably like the ending of my first mm-hmm. year rushing with them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I started thinking I figured out this position well enough. And Charlie yeah. gave me the evilest smirk on the planet. And I was like, oh, you about to get five good mo- Romans and over here. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, that smirk, oh, hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, sir. He has yep. one hip move. And I guarantee you that two hip moves had my ass on the ground more than I could blink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was believe so it. mad, bro. I was trying to. I literally was. If I could, I, I'd have suplexed the whole field the, as mad as I was that freaking day, bro. Like, I was just like, blew away. Jamie was sitting there laughing away. He's like, bro, we told you. We told you. And, it, and luckily, I had them playing it. So, I mean, they could hold their own. They were just looking at me like, bro, you're getting better at it, but you're not, you're not there yet. And it was yeah. like, okay. And, I mean, that game actually challenged me to really understand what Rush was. Because at the time, mm-hmm. I thought Rush was just running at the quarterback and try to sack before the ball can get out. And then they right. taught me – from based off of that game, it taught me how to just cause commotion. You ain't always got to sack them, but you want them to nope. throw it a little bit earlier than they expect. And that game – I give Char- I give a shout-out to Charlie all the time about it because – that was one way I understood what rushing was. And exactly. it really helped me progress more and more every season. And then I decided to drop out of fives a little bit and then go in the mm-hmm. fours format and got thrown off pretty quick. <laughs> Quarterback at all times rushing now. Like, all right. Never. Never. And then, Never. I, and a, then it was just like, rushing. oh, man. And, and – as long as I've been doing it now, you still don't know everything about it. And most, mm-hmm. and you don't realize how important rushing is in flag football. Like you're thinking, okay, you're just running at the quarterback. No big deal. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. If you ain't, in, if you ain't in tune, that whole defense ain't figuring out what they're doing. Mm-mm. The rusher is the defense. The rusher is. Exactly. The hands down. But I tell you, people you your two main terrible... core people in flag would be your quarterback and the rush. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the two main ones. Because if you don't have, if you don't have a rusher, that means your defense is sitting there and you're covering for six, seven seconds. You know how hard that is in flag football, especially <laughs> in fours. <laughs> in fours, where it's literally just one on one, basically the entire time. Man, mm-hmm. please. Man, yep. please. Oh, look here. But yeah, man. I mean, everybody, everybody's seen that smirk, bro. Every no, I know exactly what smirk you're talking about. It makes you want to punch him in the face, but you know if you punch him, <laughs> now, now you got to sit here and you got to you got to fight all these all these old dudes, and you just don't feel like doing that. You just, you just don't <laughs> feel like, like doing man. That. Is it worth it? Like. Absolutely not. <laughs> is it worth Absolutely it? Not. And you and you know they brought their families out with them, so you know they got all the kids out there too. It's just too many people on one person, and I just don't. I just don't feel like fighting all y'all. I don't. Exactly. I don't. <laughs> exactly. I promise, all right, man. I want you to talk about the level that you stepped up now, because when we went to Panama. 
you went up in the comp division and you actually mm-hmm. found yourself in a very different uh, conference now. You want to talk about it? And what are some of the experiences that you have gotten now? And I've told you from day one, man, you're going to keep growing more and more every day. And I know Premier hasn't been the best for you right now, but you're going to get there. You're going to get there. I have been getting I ain't my butt. Yet, so I, I'm hey. jealous. I ain't even going to lie to you. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get there, Warren. I ain't even worried about it. But let me tell you, bro. First and foremost, let me let 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 me get to you on this premiere thing. I have been getting my behind handed to me in premiere. <laughs> that is a completely different animal, bro. <laughs> like mm-hmm. completely different. The the everything is faster. You don't have that much time to react. You have to literally. It's not that you have to know what the, what the offense is going to do before they do it, but it's more so you have to anticipate. And that's what I have yeah. to work on is my anticipation. See, in comp, I'm glad you said that. In comp, I was able to just basically react to what I saw. I can do that uh-huh. because I was just athletic enough and I had just enough technique to where I could always be in position. Uh-huh. That's fine. That's fine. I can that I can do that. In premiere, that is not the same. <laughs> You have to anticipate them, bro. It's like Ryan, Ryan Tate, shout out to him. I mean, he changed too. Like, obviously, he's played Premier before, but I've never seen him rush. And now Ryan Tate has stepped up, dog. That is a that 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 is a dog right there, man. That man has completely Mm -hmm. stepped up his game. He saw that he 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 saw he had an opportunity to to get onto a roster, to get onto a premier roster, and he said, Yo, I'm gonna take it, however. And he I know, has I was done upset, man. his I was hoping thing. to get him on a wild boy thing for a Panama just for a run and just get us filled <laughs> up a little bit, man. I was just, oh, my gosh. I will tell you the one thing no, I learned about Panama. Boys, Panama boys snatched them up. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, them That's Pony boys, got, boys snatched them up. Them Modi boys definitely did. And it was like, mm-hmm. dang, he's playing with Ralph and them? Oh, my goodness. How do you get that? They were like, well, they just asked me. I was like, dang, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Like, he told me yeah, the last my... minute because literally, because I had the Kennedys with me for Panama. And yeah. Josh just messed his room up at work. So he texts me. He's like, bro, I'm not going to be able to make it. I was like, Josh, I'm going to kill you. Like, literally, I had that thing playing for a whole year. And I was like, Josh, I told you not to play in the last part of the season to get you prepared for Panama and you get hurt at work <laughs> out of all places work. He's like, I know what <laughs> Bro. So I was like, I was down with my main receiver, my uh, backup quarterback and my main, my two main receivers were the Kennedys. Hands down. I told them all the time, like those two no. would be my go-to guys. Shout out to my boys, Josh and Aaron. I mean, they've been playing hell of seasons for me and hateful eight run even though we took a nice little break this this go around but candy boy is something special man i tell you, you man what you want i said them candy boys something special man say what you want they got that they got oh them, my when god they're together well, all three all three of them that continuity oh yeah yeah i finally got to see i actually got to play against charles a little bit too because bro when i tell you when that schedule said wild boys versus o face i was so ecstatic mm-hmm. to play that game 
Josh was ready to play I that game. Aaron was ready to play that game. And, like, they were messaging me. We were trash-talking each other the whole week building into that thing. I was like, I'm guarding you, Josh. He's like, oh, oh, okay. We're going to see what you can do other than rush. I was like, oh, oh, okay. We're going to play this game. Okay. <laughs> and, and, I mean, the results, yeah. it should have been a lot better. But at the end of the thing, we won. And the only thing I hate about That's stuff like that is, bro, when you expect when you expect to have a different aspect. Yeah, winning's great, but damn it, if you are on point or whatever, there is no reason that that should be a close game. Period. And mm-hmm. my team treated that game like they were up by like twenty, and we only won, I think, maybe by two touchdowns. Oh, you love that. Oh, you love that. And it was just like. Oh. I wasn't happy about it because, bro, we should have been up so much more. Because I'm like, look, if I'm yeah. going to trash talk somebody, I'm going to run the well, scoreboard up. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and talk trash on somebody mm-hmm. and win by a point. That ain't happening. And it was like, mm-hmm. luckily, we had a nice little four-game win streak and stuff like that. But I I would say that game meant more to me a lot because that was the first time I got to play against Josh because Aaron, I think, got hurt or something like that. But but that was my first time playing with Charles too, Charlie, because Josh was kept telling me about how good his brother was at quarterback. And I was like, why don't he play? He's like, well, he had a knee problem and he's just been gone. He hasn't played in a while. And I remember when mm-hmm. they told me that he was going to come back and play. And I was like, Oh, like that first game, even though he looked a little rusty, that boy looked like he could still sling it. And him yeah. and Josh were a great duo. I will say that. I was like, Josh, what does he tell you? Run like hell. And you just catch the ball, or you're gonna go straight five line to the goal line. Like those were the only two plays I ever remember Josh running. <laughs> and that ball would always yeah. fly to him. I was like, okay, I figured your play call out. Like, <laughs> like if that's all you got, okay. And then you had Josh Goza and Melo and all them. I was like, yeah, they had a nice little squad. And yeah, I mean, they they're going nice, definitely. They got a nice little. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're definitely I agree. going to be I told him, I was like, y'all there. Y'all are there. I mean, my team has gotten uh, – But y'all, we finally y'all got boys are kind of uh, – Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah, shows yeah, up. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got y'all lost. Y'all got y'all lost, and y'all said, you know what? I didn't like the way that felt. I'm not going to do that no more. Like, for real. Like, y'all really did. Bro, like, we were so mad about this. Like, if just our team would show up, we had it. Like, I, I keep hearing about So Cold and Superhero Complex and stuff. I was like, man, Wildwood should definitely be in that category. I mean, we haven't been lately the best team right now, but we're going to be there in playoffs. Like, I'm not kidding when right. I say this. Like, last week was probably my best defensive play that I've played in a while. Like, I was on point on rush. And it wasn't even just rush. Like, I even got mm-hmm. to play a little corner. So, it was like, hmm, okay. Now I got a nice little taste of something else too, but my biggest problem is when I when I'm when I'm looking at when I'm wanting to play at one certain position, I passion I passion myself just basically focused on that one position, and that was one I think that was my weak point going into Panama because all I saw myself was doing was rush, and it was like no, we're down two bodies already and it ain't even the third game yet. So 
I think I'm probably going to have to play receiver by the end of this day. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. oh, we didn't prepare ourselves for this. <laughs> I mean, bro, the they, bodies, they, could do, no. they could do – hey, all I'm, all, I'm, all I'm saying is if you did have to play receiver, would that, oh, would, I could would, still would that, play. that be that bad of a thing? That's what I'm saying. Would that would that would that really be that bad of a that really be that bad of a of a uh, what what do they call it a substitution? Come on now. I I mean I was known as a receiver for a long time, but playing in exactly. flag, I changed it up. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had told somebody that I played football with or middle school, they look at you and like, man, that boy never wanted to play defense. Absolutely ever. Like, he, <laughs> like I ain't getting into that. <laughs> That's just my choice. What? Man, if you play receiver, you get the girls and everything. All right, I'm sticking with receiver. <laughs> wow. That's where you just so you don't get no girls at DB? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Oh, you don't get no girls at DB? I didn't I, say uh, that, man, but I was just saying, like, when you watch the that TV hurts. shows and stuff on like that. That hurts your heart. Say, say less. No, man. I'll be real. Telling all my kids to be receivers. Huh? I'm telling all my kids to be receivers. Forget this. I'm not finna sit here. My kids be disrespected like this. God, dog. Oh man, but, I, I gotta yeah, know man. a little bit hey. more about Premier. Tell me a little bit more. What have you experienced with Premier? Shout out you playing with Modi right now too. Is that I think that's really elevated your game as well because, bro, you playing under Ralph Graham, and a lot of people say some mess about Ralph, but Ralph gets the job done. That's all I'm gonna say it about it. Like, I, Ralph and I was like, bro. Y'all, guys, I was like, when they gave the freaks a, a game twice back to back, I was like, yo, yo. All right, we're back. Sorry, bro. <laughs> All good. All good. But, um, what did you ask? Premier. Yeah. I was think about Mo, and I was talking about Ralph Graham. And, I mean, it cut off, I think, right after that. But mm -hmm. I want some things that you've learned basically playing alongside Ralph. That this game is more about spacing than it is about athleticism. Like, it's about yep. how you use this, like how you use the little bit of field that you got and how you spread out your three athletes. Like, what Ralph does is he puts you he puts you in position to where you will be in a window the duration of the window is dependent upon of course how how well the defense covers and how good the rusher is of course but mm -hmm. there is a window somewhere the question is how tight is the window and did the play work well enough to get the ball to the window. In flag mm -hmm. and with Ralph, nine times out of ten it does. <laughs> because he's already <laughs> calculated the window. He's already he's already seen the defense. He's already calculated how the defense is going to play. 
or whatever, and he's already – I won't say he's predetermined where he's going to go beforehand, but depending upon where the defense is, that's what he's going to do. And that's why when playing him and he's locked in, he's almost impossible to stop. And shout out to him, and I got to give him – the utmost uh oh, no the utmost i don't know sincerity and gratefulness from my part that he allowed <laughs> me to to kind of to kind of learn under him and kind of learn things cuz and cuz playing comp with him and playing with pro message i mean offensively man that is just seeing things from his perspective is completely different than what I ever could have thought. And that's kind of when I knew, I was like, dang, I got to get back to the drawing board. I got to get back to the lab because this uh, – That kind of made you feel like you were impossible in ways because, like, how you've been analyzing flag football games for the last, I'd say, how long you been doing stud podcast For, like, four seasons now, right? Man, and it changed – yeah, that's that's basically a, a flag of what we call a quote-unquote flag year. Uh. Or, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it—a flag year. So, yeah, I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing the Studs podcast for four seasons now, and I have noticed that I have been looking at the game completely wrong, and that is terrible. When you have a po- you have a podcast based around flag football, you look <laughs> at the game all freaking wrong. That's not good. But um, oh man, no, it's all about no, it's about matchups and it's about where can you exploit uh what or what matchup can you exploit and what uh what windows can you find on the field whether that window is as big as a house over the top or whether it's a small window over the middle to get a first down it's all dependent upon what play is called how you're using your space and just it's a it's a it's a beautiful chess match to watch if you ever do watch it. It's almost like a it's almost like a mm-hmm. baseball game. I never I just started getting into baseball uh this this up and coming this upcoming season, which I mean I did that right right on time because I started watching it and it's like, man, yes, it's a it's a boring game to watch if you look at it a big picture. But if you look at it with the individual chess matches between the pitcher and the batter, the pitcher and the dude on first base, is his lead off too is his lead off too um too long? Is he um is it too short for him to get uh get to the next uh base if it's a ground ball? Something like that. Just all these little intricate details of baseball. It's all about the chess match. So you're a, so you a brave thing now. That's what you're trying to tell uh-huh. me. You're a big Atlanta Braves fan now. <sighs> yes. Yes. I've chosen my fate since well, I'm you're a Georgia boy, so that's why I was gonna say a Blaze. I, I could have been mean and said Marlins or something like that. No, see that's the funny thing. I'm actually yep. a Florida boy. I'm actually a Florida boy. I just love Atlanta. I love the city of Atlanta. And they have like every time I go up there, bro, it's a Beautiful time. <laughs> it's a great time every time I've gone to Atlanta. <laughs> so you make yeah, like it's a I, trip in Vegas. <laughs> it, it, it is for me. I mean, I've never been to Vegas. I can't. I, I can't. I can't attest to that. <laughs> but man, I enjoy every time I go to Atlanta. I enjoy myself to the to the fullest. 
So yes, mm -hmm. I truly love, like I, I fell in love with the Atlanta Falcons due to, of course, Michael Vick and then Roddy White came. And then of course I found out Deion Sanders was a Falcon first. And then, I mean, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, he's, he's ruffled my feathers a little bit. I never thought I'd say that, but yeah, he has, but yeah, that I've, I've completely bought in. Oh, war done. I can't even believe I've, Forgot him. Warwick Dunn is another oh, dude that made me a Falcons fan. man when I was right off the rip is Warwick Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, freaking Warwick Dunn. Um, but um, yeah, dude, uh been a Falcons fan, and so I just thought, you know, I'm all, I've already I've already suffered as a Falcons fan. Uh shout out to uh twenty-eight to three. Love that. But um yeah, I, I mean it was it was going it was going to happen. I mean, it was going to happen. Somebody somewhere said hey, I can't as say soon as nothing. I said Falcons. I'm a dad fan, so you you know me. I can't say Y'all are getting Trevor Lawrence. You'll be all right. you'll, you'll you'll be fine. That ain't gonna do. But that that that'll do that'll do something. At least you ain't got to sit here and wonder. You have a line at least you're not wondering. At least you're not sitting yeah. here in freaking purgatory wondering what your team is going to do with the fourth pick. I digress though. I I digress. Like brute like bro, I'm really sitting here and I'm I just stressed. If Jacksonville mess up the draft this year, knowing they got like eleven picks, mm. they need to fire everybody. If that's the case, fire them. Y'all already fired everybody. You can't fire everybody. You can't sleep everything. You, you remember the movie The Replacement? I really feel like Jacksonville would have a better season if we did that. I really believe we, we'd have a great season if we did that. Let Urban Meyer be the head coach. Find us a Shane Falco. Uh, I mean, just find us what guys they believe what would come in, and I think it would be a better idea than what the Jaguars have cleaned out. What bro say? I thought you were going to do one of these. <laughs> started doing so stupid. Give me a quick for Franklin, man. Oh my I god. I just need him to get them wild games on the hand, the ball, and we're good to go. Okay? That's all I need. You Catch the ball, cool. run. That's all we need, man. That's all. But, That's it. Oh God. Yeah. I knew you were like that. I've, I've become I've, Yes, I've become um Atlanta Braves fan. The only thing the only two things, uh, Atlanta, that I haven't that I that I can't get on with, um, I'm a Bulls fan and I'm and I'm a Florida State fan. Those are the only two things that I can't get on with with anything Georgia. Yeah. Huh. Uh. But yes, yes, I've committed myself to being an Atlanta Braves fan. I've committed myself to being an Atlanta Falcons fan. So basically, I've committed myself to be a <laughs> tormented for the rest of my life, which I have which I have dealt with. Hey, I mean, at least you own up to it. That's all that matters. Like, yeah, bro, I mean, with me being a Miami fan, my team hasn't had a legacy season since baby I was maybe nine. So literally, mm -hmm. I haven't really ever been getting to see. Oh my gosh, a Miami championship caliber squad. We yeah. see that every month, every year, and it's like, oh, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> that game when we played LSU, everybody was so excited about playing this. And I was just like, they just got that quarterback Burrow. Not going to happen. It ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> and that man put up 49 to us, and I think we had three 
if I remember, I think we barely even scored that game. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, yeah we didn't need a game like that again. Now we're playing Alabama this upcoming one. I'm just like, I hope King's okay. That's what y'all that's, <laughs> that's what y'all amazing. wanted. That is what y'all wanted. Y'all y'all went to Nick Saban and said, we want, want you. Game. I really do want this game. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's sad do. because, bro, I get so passionate about my Hurricanes. Everybody yes, knows when do. I'm on that field, I'm going to have something Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Miami bag or something with Hurricanes on it. Or if I'm not carrying my Miami bag, I'm I'm rocking my Miami slides. That is always what I've always had. That's true. And as passionate as I am about Miami Hurricanes, you would think I'm playing for them. <laughs> like, I'm just <laughs> as mad as I get with the team, bro. It's like – I don't even want to watch the highlights of what happened in games anymore because I'm just mm-hmm. tired of us being the laughing stuff. Because I'm like, didn't this team used to punch people in the mouth and they'd be like, yeah, I don't want no more. Now it's like, <laughs> let's play Miami every week. No. Except Florida State. They don't want to play us, but other sure everybody don't. else, let's punch Miami. We, sh- we sure let's don't. Let's just beat them up. Florida State can barely, can barely play Louisiana Lafayette. I don't want to, I don't want to hear nothing else about Florida State tonight. That doggone. That program right there can get on get some. Y'all had a great preseason. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> That's a team right there that'll drive you to drink for real. But what? Oh gosh. For real. Oh. But I said, but we went we went on the team. We went on the Florida doing good. Huh? No, don't we don't we don't talk about I said that. in the worst we part. We don't talk about I that. know. Okay, we gonna talk about something because I know this will hype them up even better. What's up? Why does the flag football world have a basically a, a kind of an issue with a certain team on four and four jacks? Mm-hmm. I'll let you tell the team. So the team that you are <laughs> that you are representing the main heels of four and four jacks. We're gonna yes. we're gonna get this episode blown up because they hear this, they gonna put it on here, and I know yeah. Jordan's gonna be loving. You already know he will. The team that you are referencing, we know in the 4 4 Jazz community as the Apex Predators. The reason why they get so much hate, they get so much hate, they get so much quote-unquote uh, notoriety when it comes to the, to the Studs podcast. Number one, one of their, one of their main <laughs> figureheads is on our podcast. Which I thought was a perfect, <laughs> which I thought was a great idea. Don't know, hey, I don't know where that came from. I'm just playing. Shout out to Jordan, but I love that man. I love that man so much. Oh, absolutely. That because yeah, I've, I've I've not gonna lie. This last season, uh, talking with him and kind of picking his brain when he how he sees flag too is pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see the way he looks at it. Um, but um. The reason why they get so much hate is because they talk so much. They're the Cowboys, man. They're the Cowboys of our league. And I, I agree fan, with you on that. I call them the Dallas Cowboys a flag. They are the Cowboys. They are the Dallas Cowboys. Because when they win, not only do you know it, they tell you, they make sure that you see it. The records are posted everywhere. The you can't go on your Facebook timeline without seeing an apex. Without, without seeing an apex, something if you're a flag football player in Jacksonville, it's like 
All right, bro. I get it. I get it, man. Y'all won. I'm happy for you. Here are your flowers. Ain't that what they said on the I Am Athlete podcast? Here are your flowers, man. Just mm-hmm. please hush. But they're not going to. <laughs> they're not going to though. And that's that's what I love about them is the fact that they are so easy. This it's like free content for me. It really is. Anytime they mm-hmm. win or anytime they definitely get you it literally gets you to a point if you have to talk about the Apex Predators. You don't go stale of what you're going to say about them. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's literally, you know, you're going to get a reaction out of it. And it's always something new. Especially from past episodes, bro. Like, if you say something about them, they're going to post it. Like, in a way, as a business standpoint for Studs Podcast, if you mention Apex one time, your podcast is going to hit about 130 plays. Exactly. Exactly. It'll be very close. And I've never been name dropped before, before I got this podcast. But I, I still remember, I said something about Apex, and they freaking put it put, they screen recorded what I said and put it on Facebook and mm-hmm. put like put like a one word caption like noted. And I was like, excuse me, what did I, am I am I about to get shot? Did somebody about to, what what does that mean? <laughs> What does noted mean? <laughs> what does what does noted mean? What what is y'all finna do to me? <laughs> Made me not want to go out to the fields on Saturday, but I'm like, I mean, I, got, I, I have to. I have to come out here. I, <laughs> I gotta come out here. That's why you gonna win that match a little early, and you just cover everything up. What for real? Yeah, dog, kiss, hey, kiss, kiss my wife, then fiance. There, hey, I love you. I don't know if I'm gonna be back. <laughs> them Apex boys, <laughs> them, them Apex boys. All they said was noted. They ain't say nothing else to me. But no, nah, hey, man, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The one thing I love about them more than anything, I mean, they make you enjoy what you're doing. They make you oh, appreciate flag football anyway, because. I mean, great example. The why so serious game between them. Uh, I have two of them in my group chat mm-hmm. for Wild Boys because I have Fredo on my team. Shout out for Wilfredo. Mm-hmm. And we decided to put Jordan in our chat. So that one's been very interesting. And why? it was going to a point where the why so why serious part was coming in. Because, well, well, damn, we're going to put the business. You know what? This is my podcast. So Kenny decided he wanted to put Jordan as an alternative on our team. And shout out to Jordan. He has played with us a couple of times when, obviously, our team decides, hey, we can't make it that day. And Jordan comes out and yeah. plays. And yeah. Jordan now plays almost six games because now he's got to play two of ours because he comes out and helps us out. And let's just put it this way. When Fredo and – Felix started going at it. Oh my God! Felix, Fredo, and Felix, and I mean, it was it was good moments. I I I don't go on Facebook much, but I was like just watching the build up between these two, and I was just like, I'm curious what's gonna be the ending to this. Are they really gonna do the one on ones, or is it gonna escalate to oh, them no. basically probably fighting? No, I don't see them like, doing any one on ones. 
No, I, I don't see it. I, I actually did see the one-on-one idea coming up, but obviously Tre- Tyler got more into it mm-hmm. with the Why So Series we're dealing with, and that boy carried them in that game. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. sugarcoat that boy Tyler did his thing, didn't he? He really like he oh, had. I want to say he scored all their points. Like he really put his put the team on his back and kind of tried to take them and tried to lift them to victory. He and tried it, to take them down. It bro. Almost he tried happened. to go LeBron. It almost happened. That's the worst part. It almost happened. And if it didn't, if it would have happened, man, we wouldn't. If they had a defense, I promise they would be. They they would. They would other not guys, be a comp I think would have showed up. And and this is one thing I and I agree with Jordan on this is like if you're gonna say y'all want this game y'all asked for this game y'all literally requested it literally requested mm-hmm. this game your whole team better show up like if I'm gonna call your team out whatever my whole team is gonna be ready to go yeah we're we gonna be up. like yeah. the monsters on Space Jam period those <laughs> talents are taken away we taking this game. Like, exactly. if I'm calling your team out, bro, and I don't play good, I want you to chew my ass out the building. I'm not even exactly. kidding with this. I, I want it to be so bad where I throw my flag and say, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm completely gone. My cleats thrown off, I'm done. I'm going to go back and go play game. wrestling. Like, literally, that's what I would do. But to that, yeah, most of our guys, show up. I'm just sitting there like, why? Why did you do this to yourselves? And I get why why Sotir still picks on Apex about it too, because their squad wasn't fully there, and they still they played that game tooth and nail, and it went all the way to the end. It went all the way to the end. So the I mean, thing is you can't you can't. Sit it was entertaining. And I will say that it was entertaining. It was a great thing to watch up close. I'm glad I got a good glimpse of it. Um, it was, but it was. That call on the catch, and I know everyone knows what I'm talking about, was not a catch. catch. Felix knows that was catch. I'm not even worried about I'm not even worried about that. Felix knows that wasn't no catch. And that's all that and that's all I care about. As long as he knows that it was that that he that he that he dropped that thing, I ain't worried about it. But no, nah, man, I with why so serious, I promise you, if they had a defense, they would not be a comp team. That would have they would they would be forced to be at the premiere. Because they mm-hmm. are so, they are so dynamic offensively. However, if you can't stop a nosebleed, then I can. <laughs> there's nothing that I can do with you. I mean, and that's one thing I learned, bro. Like I, and I think you can bat me for this, bro. Most of the teams that I've played on so far, I've had a great defense, but the offense just doesn't click at all times. And it gets frustrating. But when you have a good offense and you don't have a great defense, you better hope you score every drive you get that ball because it's not going to be good. (laughs) It's an offensive game. It's an offensive game. And if you can't – if you can't – if your defense is literally being – your defense is porous and it's just letting up score after score after score, and here's the thing: if you're letting up score after score after score, and it's not at least like six play scores, like you're not at least making them drive and earn them scores. Because if you make somebody drive, a mistake can't happen. With why so serious? They don't make you drive. You can get a score in about two plays, two three plays, mm-hmm. because they make the mistake for you. 
that can't happen. That can't happen. No. So what you got to do if you were why so serious is you got to look into yourself and you got to say, listen, man, as a defender, because there are some guys that literally just play defense on why so serious. That's that. That's they do. They're good. Play I, mean, I played alongside with them on fives, and they they have a pretty good squad. It's just they got to know athletic. the most. They don't exactly. They're athletic, they don't but they understand. expect that that's what they're going to win games with, and that's the main problem. I tell people all the time: being an athletic, being athletic is does not mean you're going to dominate on defense. Mm. Period. It's all it means is that you have smart. the. And all it means is that you have the speed and the and the athleticism to get yourself in, in the position if necessary. The thing is, you yeah, do have to exactly. get yourself into position. The actual getting yourself there is fully mental. And that mm-hmm. some people just don't have that. Some yeah. people just don't I mean, but it. them boys are definitely coming up. And I give a shout out to Why So Serious and Tyler. I mean, them boys have really they're shaking it a little bit, and like they, they are, they've been kind of, uh, they've been making their presence out there. They are. They definitely shook it up a little bit coming from uh, Michael Tani's league. I wasn't expecting them boys to come out, uh, and I don't know. Kind of first of all, be as vocal, be as vocal as they are, because they will talk. Mm-hmm. They will talk to you. Oh yeah. And I mean, bro, we beat them in the Turkey Bowl. We had to play them twice in the Turkey Bowl, and we won the season division championship with them. Against them. You know what the crazy part is? It don't matter. Because they still going to talk, even if they lose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I ain't never. And that's how I actually met them. That's how I actually knew who they were is when we played in that turkey bowl. And I'm going to say this, man. Uh, most of the games that we've played on Rouse Division and thing, I, I say to this day, the turkey bowl, competition level-wise, was outrageous. That was and I tell people all the time. I was like, you know what? We may won a C division championship, but bro, the talent out there was insane. Like I remember when the Apex guys had Bobo in them playing. That was like crazy. it was just like that was crazy. How you sub heck? out? How you sub out Jalen for Bobo? How how did how does that work? How is it that you somehow get an upgraded quarterback, and that's allowed? Now don't get me wrong. You know what? And you know what? I can't say my that. Boys I can't together. say that. Like, it was like, oh, I was so excited about playing. Rick, Merlo, all these guys. Shout out to my boys and Wild Boys. And it was like, we were all excited to play. And then our first game was against Apex. We were excited because we knew who was going to be playing. Or at least we got out did. there. We see Laval, Bobo, yep. <laughs> the Dozer Brothers. I was just like. Man, y'all what is this? Y'all said, excuse me? <laughs> excuse the me? Cover defense? I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, they, That's it, the guys I remember. <laughs> yeah, they took, yeah, they took, yeah, 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 they took y'all for a ride on that one. I, 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 I kind of, I saw that one. That was, that it was, was a good game though. Like, I mean, we held them to the first, the first quarter. I think it was tie game. I mean, the ending result. I think we lost by maybe two or three touchdowns. I'm not totally sure, but. We gave them a fight the whole time. And I mm-hmm. told Rick and them, I was like, bro, we can't get mad about this. Like, I know a loss sucks, whatever, but we gave – That's no we regular We did what we loss. could. That's no regular loss. That, that is – that, that, It's not that, like, that oh, we got the, completely demolished. No, like, y'all got – Well, okay, we got that. Y'all did like, that, that's how I saw it. <laughs> that, yeah, y'all did, y'all did what y'all could, and that happened. So it is okay. 
that day I definitely discovered who was my quarterback. Shout out to Sean. Um, that boy is definitely – I know he does not totally like playing quarterback, obviously, because he was known playing on defense. But Sean Battles, bro, that is my QB. Yeah. And I will always say that. That is my dog, my boy. That day built a built a great relationship with him. Yeah. And my Wild Boys team. And I, like I told you numerous times before, it was like, bro, I was trying to find a team because I've been wanting to play in comp. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm there. And everyone keeps telling me, it's like, hey, man, when are you going to start running up? And I was like, I got to find a set squad that will actually – I don't want to just pick up a team and, hey, we're going to go to comp. Like, that ain't the best way to do it. <laughs> you want a core group of guys that you know and that you, you play with definitely the trust yeah. to play. And I feel like I've gotten – I think I'm get almost there now. And it's like – and I told people now, I was like, Wild Boys is my squad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I would never turn down an opportunity to play with my boy Savion and a good other <laughs> few. But Wild Boys, I think I've definitely found my squad. And and I've always told you numerous times, I, I know Voodoo is your your group. Yeah. I mean, probably Modi now for sure on fours, but I know Voodoo is probably your group. I mean, them boys at Voodoo, bro, they know it's all love no matter what with me because, quite frankly, if we can just – if we can find our way back, I mean, I I already got the backpack. I already got the jersey. I can't find <laughs> – hey, I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be upset if we some if, if we somehow found our way back into fours and somehow found our way into premiere you know I saw, that's all I'm saying I, I would I would that team that. was nasty boy I tell y'all numerous times bro like some yeah. of my favorite yeah. games was five wise was playing against y'all yeah, no, like y'all gave was, us games no the team that we had <laughs> for voodoo was is was and is sickening I have to agree wholeheartedly wholeheartedly but um even though I was the guy that started the super team, apparently everybody likes to remind me. Yes, yes, you did. I don't know if 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 you're okay with that, but I'm I'm I'm, compl- I'm completely not. What did you? Hey think? man, what what? Shout what? out to Walmart. Walmart gave me that. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know who Scoot was. They told me about like, hey man, I played flags before, travel and stuff. I mean, I work with Brandon now. Shout out to them. And Red really helped me on how to rush too. Like I would tell Red how how the games go and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, this is how you rush this guy. This is how you do this." Because I I just kept learning more and more every time. And I mean, it was a good thing that I built this super squad. Yeah, you didn't really know much of me at the beginning, but I mean, I, me on my own now, you know who I am. Right. You know that I'm on the roster, and you know, hey. That guy is pretty nasty. Like, he may not get sack after sack all the time like a normal rush, but he's causing commotion and, bro, he's he's causing picks problem. left and right for his teams. Yeah, literally. Problems. But you look and real. coverage. Hey, he's good on coverage. I will say one thing though: you look real happy with your Wild Boys team, man. Like, you look like you've really found a home right there, and I like I I I love to see that. I love to see it when guys find their find their niche, find their home in in flag. Because it's you, you see that they're, that they're. It's easier to register. I will tell you that. Oh my <laughs> God! I bet. I bet. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. When you go and register, you're like, "Hey, man, season starts," and I'm like, "Um, four people just agree. Let Let's go and sign up. All right, four <laughs> guys. Yeah, exactly. Three. Oh. 
oh, we'll pick up five later. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck? No, man, it's always but yeah, fun man, to have really, Kenny talked me into doing it, bro, because I literally did not think I was going to play fours this season. I thought I was just going to go and probably build up and do fives because most of my Wild Boys teams, they were all split up from people. Mm-hmm. And guys from Slick, uh, Wildlife, and um, just a couple other guys were like, that's what fil- formed Wild Boys. Mm-hmm. And and I kept telling Rick and Merle, I was like, bro, if y'all really want to do this, we're going to have to play in league play. Right. And I know y'all got y'all's core group, but we need to do a five-man team or something. And Sean keep reminding everyone, like, we need to do something to build chemistry. We did three tournaments together, and I thought, okay, we did pretty good with that. We were in the finals almost every tournament. And then we went and played in Panama, and we lost based off a of point differential, I think, by two points. Yeah. We met, We almost made playoffs in fours, but it didn't go well. <laughs> no, nah, man, Panama didn't go well for nobody in Jacksonville, man. I, I had to – I, me and Rambo, which – I have I can't believe I went this far without giving my boy a shout out, man. Shout out to that man. That man, first of all, he helped me uh he helped me truly see the beauty in this game. Uh that boy is a character. I that is a character got, right still there. Him on a podcast. And I just know I'm gonna have to warn the audience to be like, Yeah, this is gonna be explicit content with Jay Rambo on here. Once you get him on, it's a wrap. Cause you not cause one thing that you will not do is censor Jay. I realized that once, <laughs> when we when when we censored him for the um what is it for the um for the Russia special that we had which is I mean that's a that's an archaic episode we can you can go back to the you can go back to the back for that oh, one yeah I love it but man when we had to censor him for that one he came to me yes he came to me the day after he was like man don't y'all ever have me come up there again if I can't say what I gotta say <laughs> and I was like all right bro. God, no. And he was like, bro, I felt, I felt like I couldn't talk at all. And you hear how he is now. Like, bro, it's gotten to the point to where I don't even I don't even edit the podcast no more. I just, do you know how many beeps I got to put <laughs> I in? Know, I just, I was like, when you keep saying, hey, I got to edit this, and, and then Rambo just even go more. He's and like, yeah, beeps. edit this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? Exactly, bro. And I'm just saying, I'm like, man, look here, man. Look, just viewer discretion. Is I, had to just, <laughs> I had to just put an NSFW. Don't listen to it at work. Don't don't play this. Don't play this out loud at work. You will you will get fired. <laughs> don't <laughs> do not. Morning, Jay Rambo is on the on the screen. <laughs> do not do not play the Studs podcast in its current form with Jay out loud at work. You will get fired. I can guarantee it. I will say that, dude. Y'all definitely a great duo on the podcast. Like yeah. he definitely brings a element out on you in ways. Like you could tell the energy when you were around Jay and Jordan. It it makes you feel like you found your core group. Yeah. And like how you said you you think I found myself at home with Wild Boys. I could tell Jay Rambo and Jordan have really been your guys as co-hosts on studs podcast because i can tell that's got to be a tough gig sometimes because like how you said man y'all basically only run based off of the seasons and i mean y'all have done maybe three right now with this season mm-hmm. and obviously with the hiatus whatever and this is one thing i will say about y'all also y'all ain't always got to cover games bro y'all can do like certain topics 
uh, just talk about flag in general, just talk about what people, because I, like, dude, I get so many messages talking about, man, I cannot believe how great y'all talk about flag football. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been trying to find numerous people to go, you know what? I want to do like a flag football episode, but it's like also the way my motto is, I want to talk about anything and everything. I don't want to kind of keep on the same subject. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. in with WrestleMania going on, I wanted to talk about wrestling a little bit. Of course. And then then go on further and just kind of change it up a little bit. And it's just like crazy to see like some of the topics that people are really wanting to hear more of. And I was and I've been wait I've been so excited about getting you back on because bro, we're just a good duo in ways too. I mean, because I, I remember when you were telling me, you're like, man, I'm about to be a loner or whatever. I was going to even volunteer. I was like, you know what? I've not been much in the game as much as these guys, but if you need a guy, bro, I got you. Shoot. But obviously you have more experienced ways in, in knowing the game sometimes more than I do. But I will tell you this, as a defensive perspective now, I've looked at a game a whole different way. And I know. you helped me with that because you told me about – just how to read a defense and stuff like that. And it's like, it really does change your mindset on the game. Mm-hmm. And anyone could say, oh, flag football. Just go and grab the flags. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. You could be the slowest guy out there, and if you got hit moves, you're going to make somebody look stupid. <laughs> for real. No, it's for real. Because if you, if, if, if you are the quote-unquote slowest guy out there, if you can hip and dip correctly and you can – Anticipate whenever a rusher or a rusher, a defender is going to try and reach for your flag, you can give them a quick hip or a quick dip that they're not expecting. You can gain some yards, man. You can be a you can be a true force, which is crazy to say because you think football, and when you see football, you think athleticism, you think speed, you think speed. That's when I first thought about flag was like, oh, you have to be fast to play. Not at and all. that's how I came in the game because I was like, bro, I'm fast. I can go do this. And it was like, uh, nope, not this way. <laughs> nope. Being fast is an addition. Being fast is 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 a plus. If you can, if you are smart and you know what you're doing and you know where you're going and you know how to manipulate a defense and a defense's coverage, man, you ain't gotta be fast. If you're fast, that's a that's a plus that's great also. But you ain't got to be fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not fast, and I can and I know my way around. And I know my way around an offense. I know that. Mm-hmm. So it's just it. The game itself, man, is such a freaking. It's such a work of art when played at the high at its at its highest level. When you see flag football play and four and four on four, and you see the chess match between the safety and the quarterback between the center and the rusher between the receivers and the corners you sit there and you look at it and it's like man it's so every detail is magnified because you're on an island you have one mm-hmm. person that you're dealing with like you have one person that you are looking at at all times and it's about whether or not you're able to it's almost like a gladiator fight. Like, am I really able to beat this dude one on one? Or let's say somebody comes into my zone, am I able to make sure that this person coming into my zone not only is unable is knows that I'm here, 
but can I make a play on the ball? You know, it it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like a basketball type of format. It in my, is, in my opinion. Yeah. It is. You push a guy through one zone, and then obviously somebody else is in your spot. It, and it was just like kind of way. That's how I kind of understood how to do defense too. Is just mm-hmm. me going back to my old basketball roots in ways. That's like, exactly what it is. The shuffle. It's, a, it's that's what I call it. The shuffle. Yeah. It's a, yeah yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a big two three zone. That's all it is. It's pushing somebody. <laughs> it's 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 making it's pushing somebody to the end of your zone and then coming back to your zone and waiting and knowing that somebody's coming straight to you. And it's just exactly. about. Filling in outside outside of that, like man, it's just it's it's a chess match. And looking out from the outside looking in, if you do, if you're not really like into football, you look at it and you just see a bunch of dudes running. It's uh-huh. so much more than that, and that's what I love about this game is that it's such a chess match, and that you really have to see him. You have to think throughout the entire time about what what's your next move. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, man. I want to – I probably will finish on this. Um, what do you – what do you see now compared to what you used to thought you saw in flag? Obviously, with you playing in the premier division now, has it actually improved you playing in the comp- competitive division? So what I see now is that, first of all, there's no such thing as a single route and flag ever. There's never. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen double routes. I've seen I've seen double moves. I've seen triple moves. I've seen everything as far as a receiver's route as at this point. I actually the the most recent example of that is actually Jamie Harper, and he knows exactly what I'm about to say too. Freaking. Gave me a, what was it? It was a slant hitch out post. And I just looked and I said, what did he just do? And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I know good. Of course he scored. Because, again, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. It was a slant hitch out post. And I said, huh. I ain't seen that one before. And I just had to sit here and take my like Somebody just moved simultaneously like three different directions. Not to mention that it all happened within a span of, I have to say, three and a half seconds. I still, oh my goodness, that, listen, I'm still not entirely sure what I what 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 I looked at, but it is just when you look at when you look at the game in comp. It's not as fast as the game in um, in Premier. When I tell you it's the same, mm-hmm. it's not it's not the same game, but it is the same game in the sense that the routes don't change, the route combinations change, and because the route combinations change, windows are bigger in Premier, mm-hmm. and so therefore. As a defense, that puts the challenge on you. Like the challenge in comp and in rec is more so, more so offensively making sure. It's it's also based on you know the defense, but it's more so offensively mm-hmm. making sure that you can score. In premier, 
we know everybody can score. It's based solely on the defense there saying, listen, yeah. we need you to pick us up. We need you to give us just two stops. I remember um, Justin, my freaking mentor, the dude that taught me pretty much everything defensively. Like, I mean, everything. I learned a little bit from uh from Boggs to Boggs and Bada. Shout out to those two. But oh yeah, uh, those two are really nasty on defense. Both of them are turd cutter, complete studs. But <laughs> you heard you heard the plug, complete stud. You heard that? You heard that? But yeah, I have to say about eighty five percent of what I learned was from Justin Delicato, and pretty much a good amount of what he learned was from Ralph and and playing in Premier. But everything that I learned was from Justin Delicato, pretty much. And so with him, he told me that if you can hold an offense to under 21 points, you should be able to win in a 4-on-4 four four game. The, the magic number is 21. Mm-mm. 16 is a plus. If you can hold an offense to under 21 points, in a competitive division, you'll win. In Premier, if you hold a team to 21 points, you better, you should win. Yeah. Because, again, this is an offensive game, and quite frankly, it's a – all the quarterbacks here have, have all their flowers. These guys have all played in freaking tournaments throughout the – country some uh have played against other countries i don't know if they've actually traveled to play but i want to say that i know they played against uh other countries in like world championships stuff like that so it's it's crazy man and one thing that i really do love is the fact that the game is growing as much as it is like we're about two two olympic cycles away from this being an olympic sport isn't that crazy? That's so wild to me that we are like. And, and I think the craziest thing is, though, it's going to be a five man team. I think fives and probably up are probably going to be five the Olympic is, sport. So I don't think seven. I really four. thought fours would probably be at that moment. You would think fours because it's so much more individualistic and you can see much more of an athletic standpoint. But the thing is, with fives, is it gives that extra person, it gives that extra person, like, Fives is a completely different game from fours. It's a much more competitive game because it looks Absolutely. a lot more like football. But mm-hmm. with fives, it's played on the same field and it's played more so internationally than fours is. So it kind of makes sense that it's fives. As far as sevens, if they hit sevens and they take that to the uh, to the Olympics, that'd be crazy. I would love that because sevens. Sevens, eights, and nines is basically football, but with flags on. Mm-hmm. That I have not played. I haven't played eights yet, but I played one sevens game, and bro, it is different. Bro, sevens is so much fun. Sevens is defensive wise, bro. You love it. Sevens is so much fun. You love it. Eights and nines, I have not played yet, and those are pure. Those are pure contact. Uh, pure contact uh, formats, and I. I'm sorry. I'm just not looking to get hit right now unless somebody's paying for my insurance. I just, I'm just not 
looking to get hit right now. That's the whole point of me playing flag, ain't it? It's for me not to get but hit. I can't believe they do it. And I, I hate cutting you on this, but that's one thing that drives me nuts is like when they say non-contact and and they also have contact. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> you have flag. What's the flag for? Like, what the heck? The flag. Like, are there give an the example, bro. Uh-huh. Panama. Yeah. Panama, bro. I really wanted to kill somebody when they kept hitting me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking at this ref. I was like, bro, you ain't going to call gotta, nothing. All right, this football. They can't I, keep getting bro. away with this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to finish with this part right here. And I know my team is going to get a laugh out of this uh-huh. because I was so pissed. Yeah. This referee wasn't calling diddly nothing for us. So I told the team, I said, you know what? Clear out. <laughs> Merlo and my other guy, he's like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> clear out. This center has been running into me the whole game. I said, I'm about to, this boy's soul is about to come out of his damn body. So I lined up, and bro, when I rush, I'm usually standing up, right? Oh, hell no. I was in a three point, I was in a three point stance, bro. If you saw this video, I I literally you you knew I was running at him. You knew for a fact I was not missing him. Uh, the referee tried to explain it to me. I was like, no. But the funny thing is, he did call the penalty, and I ran this dude smack dab the hell over. I mean, it looked like I like I clotheslined some gun in place. Like it went to the point. It was like the referee looked at me and was like. Why? I was like, oh, it's football. <laughs> like, seriously, I was just like, well, it's football. Like, you've been saying, right? He's like, that. You're on defense. You can't do that. What do you say, bro? He said, why? <laughs> he said, why? Bro, we were getting so mad about this. Like, he wouldn't call nothing that game. Like, if you, I think a great example would have been like the longest yard type thing yeah. where the referee was just cheating that team so nasty until the guy hit him with the balls, hit him in the gonads in the middle of the ball. Like, it got to that point, and, and he finally realized, hey, I'm going to start calling shit because it was like literally, or this is going to get out of hand because now my terminology of this is football is going to make it way more than what we need because Mayhem and <laughs> Kelvin were getting excited like, oh, this is football? Yeah. Bet we ready. No, one minute you can't get excited. That man mayhem that he he has that name for a reason. He is oh my god. I love the boy to death, man. But if he can figure out when I go cover the center, we will be best friends. Well, I mean, we're family, and I and I and I tell them all the time, man. I love playing with them boys, but bro, that jump drives me nuts bro, so damn Mayhem much. Is so aggressive, bro. Like you, you gotta, bro. He has earned that nickname, bro. <laughs> he has earned like, that nickname, it, bro. It blows my mind. And like, I'll go back to the turkey ball, bro. I really don't believe a safety standpoint stood out more than what he did. That boy had nine picks, I think, for the day. And I told him, and I use that example all the time. I was like, ma'am, I need you to get that. While I need that turkey bowl mentality. Good. I got you. One pick for the day. Zero picks for that day. Oh, I should have jumped. I jumped too early for that one. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, it just, this is games like, 
everyone does, but bro, it's like those little things, and I love picking on them on that stuff yeah. too because. I mean, we're we're all boys now, but it it I'm telling you right now, like when that dude said this is football, my whole team was ready to light somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like we weren't even caring about winning anymore. Oh, we playing football. Okay, bet this is <laughs> his legs are blown out today. All I saw were pads at that point, Bugo. Oh my god, bro! Like I will tell you this though, the one thing I say about Panama, mm-hmm. it definitely made everyone hungry. That's like so true. Everyone this season has gotten a reality check. And if you really – all the teams that traveled have really progressed so much this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And it's like we definitely ain't going to get that punch in the mouth next go around. No, they wouldn't. And <laughs> they listen, they listen to me when I say this, man. Don't be surprised if Jacksonville comes through and sweeps the form for uh, in Tampa next year. Do not be surprised because oh. that I don't think you understand that just how nasty. I don't think you understand just how bad that that hurt <laughs> us as a as a city. So don't be surprised if we come back and we pretty much dominate Ford next year. That's all I gotta say on. Oh that. man. I love it. I think that's the best way to finish it. Savion, is there anything you want to finish out on, bro? I hate hitting the end button, but I know you got to get some sleep. I do, I do, <laughs> I do, but check it out, man. Uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Podcast Studs. Follow us on Instagram, Studs Podcast. We're on Facebook, Studs Podcast. That is S-T-U-D-S Podcast, all caps, Uh we're not the ones with the periods on it. I don't know who that is, but I mean, I bet. I, I mean, they look they look like cool people, but they talk about sports and stuff. But that's not us. We're the ones with the nice black and gold star on it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Jay Rambo. Shout out to my. Oh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. Shout out to him. Shout out to God. But uh, shout out to uh, shout out to my lovely wife. Shout out to Rambo. Shout out to Mackenzie. Shout out to uh, shout out to Bird. And shout out to you, my man. Thank you so much for giving me this time and this, uh, quite frankly, the effort, man, because we have been trying to link for about two months now, and we just plain could not. Bro, I've been working nonstop. Like I I told people, I was like, if you want to schedule a podcast, this week would be the best way to go because I have my son this week, and, man, it's been an absolute blast this week. Yeah, man, how is that? Because I haven't had him since December, man. It's It's been amazing. Like... I'm very strong on things like when it comes emotionally, but yesterday a moment of a father moment happened when uh we were at my son's birthday party at Buffalo Wild Wings and they were they announced his name on the intercom and stuff like that and just see my son's face lit up. And it was just like it made me realize the moments that I I go through what I deal with being a father in ways like that. And I'm not complaining about it in ways, but the stuff I got to deal with is mom. And I'm going to be blunt with it. It sucks. And it's draining to a part mm-hmm. where you just give up on some things. That moment last night where they brought the cake out and my son was just, his face just lit up so much. Mm-hmm. Tears came down my eyes and I don't cry much. And my dad held me. He was like, this is what we what we suffer so much for to live for these moments. And it was just an awesome thing. And 
I think that's the best way I can only say is it. like it's been so appreciative uh, seeing him getting to have his little sister with him. How amazing my wife does with him as well, knowing that it's not her full blood son, but yeah. she treats it like it like he's her very own. And it's it's just crazy to see like how people can love somebody that's mm-hmm. not necessarily related to them, but how how strong it can also be in ways too, because I, it's a beautiful thing. I think that's the only thing I can really say on it. It's, it's really, yeah. no words can describe it. And yeah, man, it's just really cool. Like, and I thought the really cool thing was, is where I got to bring him out last week, last Saturday. And he's, he's so excited to see y'all again Saturday. Trust me. And it was just like how everyone would give him a hug and stuff like that. And, and Matthew looked at me and was like, Daddy, mm-hmm. they they treat me like family. They like me. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, Daddy, they like you too. But that one guy, <laughs> he was being mean to you. <laughs> like, it was just those little moments. And it's just like, it, it's just crazy. And this is one reason why everybody likes to mess with me about the ordeal when I came back in the ring one time. And I, and I tell people, this is my reason of retirement and wrestling is the brotherhood that I have found with flag football. And it's way more than just flag football, bro. Like, we could be the best competition in ways, but we are all brothers in the end of it. And that's one way I saw me saying, you know what? Mm-hmm. If I never go back and be an AP again, I'm happy because I've got – unity with y'all and it's like it's with all of us someone yep. messes with one it's with all of us and then that's one thing i told matthew is like they're all yep. great friends they're all family and like he he's so excited about seeing y'all this saturday like he told me all the time he's like daddy i want to go to football field and this is his last day with with me because he goes back sunday and it's like Hey. how he just was looking so forward to it. So it's just crazy to see how how big of a bond it can be just from just a sport and to see how it can be so much more. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, Savion, I tell you this all the time, bro. It is a pleasure to have you. And I appreciate the shout-outs you do every episode on Studs Podcast on everything you do for me. Either or, me and you definitely could not last with either or podcast because I feel like that is the buzzing with Marlo and Studs one. Like that, I feel like we're all one big group, and it's just an absolute blast, man. You're doing a great job on Studs. The content is amazing. You and Jay Rambo and Jordan, I don't think could be any better trio for a podcast in ways like <laughs> I'm laughing either or regardless with any of y'all y'all could talk about how bad I played one game and I still would laugh in the episode like it's just it's that entertaining and it's amazing just to see a, a just a group a hometown group being successful in things and like I've told you numerous times I would love to see this go more and then being more than just in the Jacksonville area because I feel like y'all really could be a platform for flag football in ways like y'all mm-hmm. are great minds on explaining the game 
You and try our best, it, man. It, I really appreciate that, man. I appreciate the love. Appreciate you always just just making me feel like family, man. You're a great, you're you're a great man, and you're a great you I I could tell that you're a great father. Man, it's it's been a pleasure, but it's been a pleasure, boss, man. I really I really do really do love you, dog. No cap. No cap, man. No cap. All right, bro. You have a good one. And, man, I'll see, I'll see you on Thursday. You on Saturday, man. I'm in Saturday. Ahead, enjoy, enjoy, <laughs> your, enjoy your son, bro. Enjoy your kids. Love you. Later. All right, I want to give a major shout out to KC Graphics. Um, they literally are phenomenal. I just had them do my Wild Boys flags for upcoming for Panama. Uh, phenomenal look. They did a, such a great job, detailed everything. And not only do they do flags, guys, they do backpacks, uniforms, wedding invitations, pictures, you name it. If you want it, they will make it. Uh, they will not disappoint you. And if you need to get a hold of them check them out on facebook and instagram at kc graphics design uh, that is kc graphics design i'm telling y'all y'all will not be disappointed uh they do phenomenal check them out kc graphics all right guys time to get to go home to first and foremost i'd like to thank savion mixon for coming back on here and just having a great chat with us today man a lot of laughs uh, a lot of a lot of clustering ways, but man, just an awesome time. Great chat with him. Uh, crazy to see just what life changes that happen for him now. I'm so proud of him. So happy for him. Like he said, guys, he just got married recently. So I hope nothing but the best for him and his beautiful wife, Bianca. Uh, just great, great human being all around. And I just hope nothing but the best for him. And guys, hope... He gets he gets that premiere where he wants it at because I mean it's been a little rocky for Savion but man he's I know he's gonna get there he's gonna grind it out and he's gonna get it just as well as he did when he was on comp so I ain't got no worries on him on that but it was just awesome to chat with him on this today uh, find out more about Studs podcast and um, looking forward to listening to more of their episodes again yeah guys also check out Studs podcast. They, like he said, yeah, you haven't published anything lately, but go binge listen a little bit of his episodes, man. Those are super funny, entertaining. I would say this season alone, you will be laughing. Even if you don't really even know what flag football or understand it much, you would be laughing because those three are clowns. They're awesome together. Jay Ram is one of a kind himself, and shout out to him. Shout out to Jordan McKenzie because those two have took patons and basically took that step to be the co-hosts in Studs Podcast, and I think they've made the best decision out there. Like I said to Stavion, I think he's found his core group for the Studs Podcast, so hope nothing but the best for them in their near futures and stuff like that. And also, guys, I want to hope wish everyone a very good, safe, Play good, play tough, do what you got to do. Everyone, good luck this weekend. Uh, It's going to be a rocky weather. It might be raining. We don't know yet. But I hope nothing but the best for everyone out there. Uh, 
like I said, it's playoffs. It's time to put up or shut up. We all took a bitter loss in Panama. I think take it out on this. Uh, <laughs> can't say no more on it, but I hope everyone, it's playoff time. So that's all I got to say. It's playoff time. It's time to get it going, guys. It's time to roll and get playing. Saturday, Sunday is going down. Uh, obviously, I'm just playing Saturday. But shout out to my team, Wild Boys. Please show up. Literally, just show up. We got it. Just, we show up. It'll be a good performance. But, all right, guys, time to wrap it up. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I hope we didn't bore y'all. And we're going to finish it off like we always do. Hope everyone washes their hands. Stay safe. Stay clean. Do what you got to do. Protect what you got. And I'll be back when I have more down the road. Later. How's it going, everyone? Warren Marlowe off of Buzzing with Marlowe. If you haven't, I know with any platform that you are on, uh, to keep having us grow more and more, uh, we are so grateful that we've gotten an iHeartRadio gig. We would like everyone to like, subscribe, and just add our channel. It helps us keep growing more and more. Also, leave a five-star review. Uh, leave reviews. Um, what we also do is post little messages. Leave us some messages of what, how y'all think about each episode. What y'all, what y'all got out of it? What, what do y'all want us to talk about? What do you want us to kind of get the topics on a little bit? I mean, it's anything and everything. So, like I said, everyone, please like and subscribe on any platform that you are listening to us on. We greatly appreciate it. Also, stay tuned every Friday for Buzzing with Marlo. Thank y'all and have a blessed day. Thank you.